Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the I Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. No! It is not Rob Parker. It is Ephraim Salam, and we are both live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And right tackle from San Diego State, number 74, Ephraim Salam. See, man? I'm 
giving you love. Yeah. I'm giving you love right out the gate. Of course you're going to give me love, man. I'll be slaying you up on here. <laughs> well, I, would, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? You you, you really don't want to poke the bear. So, yeah. Oh, I, please. But you know what? I really appreciate the love. <laughs> uh, that, that moment, uh, that intro at the, you know, Super Bowl 33 was uh, – you want to oh, talk yeah. about a dream, brother? Whew, I can good imagine. Lord. How long before you settle in and it's just a regular game? First hit? That's what we always say. N- n- well, for me, I was a rookie. Right. So even though I had played in 19 previous or 18 previous games, started all of them, it still was the Super Bowl. And the, the year prior to that, um, the Super Bowl was in San Diego. So as right. a as, as a senior uh, at San Diego State, I can, from my balcony I can see the fireworks and, and and all of those things coming from the Super Bowl. Wow! And so it was like I remember actively thinking, "Will I ever? Number one, will I make it to the league? And number two, will I ever get a chance to play in a Super Bowl?" And literally 365 days later, um, I'm starting in the Super Bowl, and it. I, the, yeah, that, the, that's crazy. I mean, who who does? What is that? Like, how, does that ever happen? I mean, you know. So yeah, it, it just yeah. it, it felt it was it was a, a moment that I'll never ever ever uh, forget. I recently saw, and we won't go all into this, but just let you know, I saw one of your ex teammates from that Super Bowl recently. Heard him speak. He actually spoke at one of my men's conferences for the King Movement. Uh, Eugene Robinson. Oh, Eugene. Do you remember the whole situation with that? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but he's doing well now. I don't know if you've talked to him or seen anything about him lately, but he's all good. He's in Charlotte doing TV there. He's a great guy, man. Great guy, great teammate. Made a mistake. Um, Yeah. I mean, to speak on the the greatness of the guy he was, he had just that evening – the transgression happened, won the Bart Starr NFL Man of the Year Award. Right, right, <laughs> right. So, Which at uh, that moment made it, you know, right, like, just like even, uh, right, more ironic. There's uh, a lot but, more to that story, too. Yeah, than, uh, yeah. You know. Yeah, uh, but, but you're right. I like, he's yeah. a great guy, no doubt. No doubt. All how, right. How well, you doing today, man? I'm good, man. You all know, right. um, I got light work today. I mean, with all due respect, you know, it's already usually light with Rob. You, you, but, you, you, know, you now I'm bringing in the second team. You know what I? You know what I? You know what I've noticed about you? Huh? You know what I noticed about you? First of all, I don't consider myself second team. I'm, I'm one. I'm one B. I'm, we split reps. All right, we split reps. You get four reps. Ephraim, you get four reps, and we're gonna just rotate. I will say this: you are one of my favorite calls. You know it. Every time Rob's off, I have you on. So, so I definitely love. You know why? Because I can stand in the kitchen with you, and no matter how hot it gets, I can still bring my meal out and set the table. Yeah, I mean, I make you eat at the kids' table, but Whoa. yeah, you're in the kitchen. You're Whoa. in the kitchen, but you're not at the big boy if, table if, well, if with, I'm when eating I'm eating. If, if I'm eating in, in, in the kids' table, then where are you? You outside? <laughs> you, got, you, got, you had a little picnic table in the backyard? Hey, man, I'm running the show. Let me, let me ask but, you this. Uh, let me, I know we yeah, got to get go started, ahead. but let me ask you this. How long you been doing this? How long you been in media and all of that? Well... I mean, I've been a sports writer since 1990. Okay. But as far as TV, I probably TV, started, radio, well, how long yeah, have you been I started it? TV uh, locally in New York around 1999. Okay. So, and then ESPN nationally around 2001 or something like that. So, Youngin, 
Um, I've been that's in, a long time. I, I've been in radio. You were you were playing Pop Warner. No, no, I when was, I started I, TV. No, I was in the Super Bowl. But anyway, that, that that's neither here nor there. But what Ibrahim I from Salam. You know what I'm saying? That's my man Iowa Sam. Uh, but what I will say is, I've been in radio since 1998. Rick I did, doing it. I did, so you were I, doing it while you played. I did radio right away and TV. All through my career. So I knew that this is what I would be doing after and made the transition seamless. Did you major in communications? No, no, I didn't. I just, uh, my personality is just, it is what it is. And at the time for an offensive lineman, there were no outlets for us to be seen or heard. So you want to talk about, you know, trying to kick in doors and all of that right, and, and, right. and just letting my my knowledge and my personality outshine the actual position I played uh, in itself uh, was a struggle. And, and I, you know, it, it well, opened it up a lot like of doors. Well, it sounds like I was going to ask if you had obstacles to getting started just because you were a lineman, but it sounds like you didn't because you started right away. Well, um, I was asked to come on and, and – like do a little segment on V103 in Atlanta. I was oh, playing okay. for the Atlanta Falcons, and it was Falcons Friday with Portia Fox. And I came on, and I was there for a couple hours, and it was great. I got callers in and everybody. And when I left and went back home, I got a call, uh, and the GM and the executive producer was like, hey, would you want to make this a regular thing? So every Friday it will be now Falcons Friday with Portia Fox and Ephraim Salam. Oh, and wow. I said, absolutely. And that was the beginning of my foray into media. And then mm. subsequently after that, when I went to Denver, I had a television and a radio show. And then every market after that, both TV and radio show. Shout out to the best publicist in the game, Denise White. No, oh, that's great, man. That's great. All right. And here you are today. And here I am. And that's why I can sit me. But that's how I can that's how I can sit at the table with you because I actually been doing, you know, radio longer than you. But you know, that's that's neither that's neither here nor there, youngin'. All right, here you go. Here you go. But let's introduce <laughs> the odd couple crew and then get this thing popping. We got Iowa Sam on the ones and twos on the worship Wednesday. He is in for DJ Alex Tyson. Super producer Rob G is in the house. And on the updates, our man, David Gascon, the second. All right, let's get to it, Ephraim. We had you on as a guest yesterday. If I remember correctly, you didn't think the NFL would appeal. I, I, that's what I thought. I, I right, thought. okay. So are you – obviously you're surprised. So mm-hmm. tell us how surprised you are and do you think this was the right decision by the NFL? Well, I, I'm extremely surprised. I thought the NFL wanted to hurry up and put this to bed. Um but, you know, public opinion obviously still means a great deal to the NFL. And they knew if they didn't appeal, there would be a certain level of backlash. Not enough to make them uncomfortable, but they knew no matter what, the six-game suspension had to be appealed. They had to uh, give the perception of them not being okay with it uh, now, the things that, to me, are a little cloudy, and maybe you can clear this up, a man of your stature, uh, is now that they've appealed, one of the, the, the people who can hear the appeal is Roger Goodell himself. Right, right. Right? So now it seems like we're putting a hat on a hat 
if they recommended an indefinite suspension and the person who has to who possibly can hear the appeal and rule on it is part of the group that you know uh oh what, he's right, like, still it, the judge it, jury and execution so, so what, what are we doing like i, I mean well I, here here's what i think and i said on tv yesterday uh about once the ruling came down I did think the league would appeal because Ephraim, you know, like, look, they did go for an independent arbiter, right? Sue L. Robinson. Right. Yes. She's Former unbiased. Judge. Yep. Let's, she, she's not, you know, doesn't have a dog in the fight, so to speak. She's going to be objective. Mm-hmm. And, um, but when you really read her report, she based, she said the NFL proved what they set out to prove mm-hmm. that he violated the three, points on on the conduct policy that they pointed out. And then when she made her decision, she based it entirely, entirely on past precedent on the rulings given out by Goodell, which I get that's what you do in a court of law. I I didn't necessarily want to see her do it in this situation. And so I don't feel like she acted as an independent arbiter because she made herself beholden to the NFL's past rulings, right? That's why she said it was six games. So I felt like, you know what? They have to appeal because they need to set a new precedent. Or God forbid, if this happens again, not necessarily with Deshaun, but with another player, then they're going to use the same precedent and it'll be six games again. And so I think he needs to set a new precedent. I don't know what he'll do. Their reports, Ephraim, and this is this is really where it could get uh, sticky, but the reports are that, as you know, they wanted an indefinite suspension. Yes. The reports are that they're going to push for that again, or at least a full season. And I think so. I do think Goodell is going to uh, once again be the judge, jury, and executioner. All right. So I think he's going to make the final decision. And then what I think needs to happen, I know the Players Association will appeal it. It'll get ugly. As you said, it won't go away. Uh, It's going to hang over maybe the whole season, at least for for the Browns, for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think after this decision, Ephraim, they need the PA, which I'm sure would do it, and the NFL need to decide that we're going to go into the CBA and mutually agree to do it and change it where Goodell does not have the final say. Where it becomes, we get an independent arbiter, a disciplinary officer, which was Sue L. Robinson or whoever, and she or he makes the final call. Period. Because this is no different than what we had before. You're, you're exactly right. And and like them, it's like the, um, the shell game, right? Like you... you put a, a, a dime under one shell and you got two others and you're moving it around and you pick it up and be like, oh, it's not under there, right? They're hitting us yep. with the old bait and switch, right? Yep. Like, we're going to hire an, indep- an independent uh, person to rule on disciplinary action because we've been burned with that in the past. Right. So we're going to let someone that we feel qualify- is qualified to do this. And when that person does it, and you don't agree with it, then you appeal it, and the appeal falls back into the lap of Roger Goodell, 
makes zero sense. But my thing is, why did the PA agree to that? They should have fought you, that and well, said, no, this is the same thing. Well, you know, it's a few things and, that the NFLPA does that you're just like, wait, what? what well, what, right. What, what, that got yeah. you scratching your head. This. So, and I, and I, look, I think Ephraim, and we're going to go to break in a moment and continue this in the next segment, but I think the NFL will be ready because obviously, again, the PA, I think, would be fine with taking Goodell out of the situation, out of the process. I think the NFL will be ready to now because, and I, I look, They seem, I know they only care about the shield, but they do seem like they really want a long suspension for Deshaun Watson. Well, well they do, and they had an opportunity to address this uh, last year and get the ball rolling on this. They didn't. They chose to wait for, you know, getting all the information now uh, out of the 24 women, only four were available to actually right. speak right. because the other ones had, 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 cl- had settled their cases. So the dragging of the feet and the the, the seemingly uncertain which, which way to go puts us in this situation well, now. Well, they were doing that, but remember, they were doing a long investigation. Right. Which I don't necessarily – I mean, I guess you have to to some degree, but again, I just think the NFL needs to get out of this – policing process, right? They're not going to do it better than the FBI and the criminal justice system and things like that. But look, if the NFL, and again, I do think they really want a long suspension for whatever reason you want to say, but I think if you think about it, Ephraim, if, if Goodell was not involved, then they could have easily, the NFL could have been like, look, we wanted an indefinite suspension. Mm-hmm. All the women's groups and all the media members complaining about this six games, the NFL could have rightly said, we wanted it to be indefinite. And we had an independent person with no dog in the fight who gave, made it six games. It's not on us. And I think that's why after this ruling, they should just get out. Just get out. Right. Just leave it to the people that do this for a living and then let the chips fall where they may. But we're going to continue this. There's so many tentacles on this story that we have to hit them. Uh, so Ephraim Salam, in for Rob Parker, Chris Broussard, the odd couple, Fox Sports Radio, you know what to do. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get in on the playoff action and win up to 100 times your money on prize picks as you and the world's best players take the game to a new level during basketball's postseason. Right now, you can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. That's right. You can now turn $10 into $1,000 on prize picks. America's number one fantasy sports app. 
prize picks has something for every sports fan from basketball and hockey to League of Legends and everything in between. With quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types, it's easy to see why prize picks is the number one fantasy sports app. Just last week, I was strolling through the prize pick app during a commercial break, checking out the primetime basketball schedule for the night. I had been on a hot streak that week, so I figured, let me throw down $10 on a few guys and see what happens. And you know what? I turned $10 into over $200. Download the app today and use the code ODD for your first deposit match of up to $100. To get a first deposit match of up to $100, download the app today and use the code ODD. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there is just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or your office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. 
I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the odd couple. If you're dealing with a dead battery, you know where to go. AutoZone It's the number one battery destination in these United States. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, go to the Zone. AutoZone is your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. We got Ephraim Salam in for Rob Parker. So Ephraim, we're talking about the NFL appealing the uh, six-game suspension that was levied at Deshaun Watson. And what this, what will happen? So let's, you know, say when, when the NFL decides on who is going to make the ruling, it'll either be Goodell or someone he designates. I think it'll be Goodell. When he makes his ruling, then we all believe and all the reports are saying that the Players Association will appeal it. And when they appeal it, Rob G., correct me if I'm wrong, it will be stayed, meaning the ruling won't go into effect until the appeal is heard and you know decided upon. And so theoretically, let's say they suspend him for a full season. If the appeal is not heard and decided upon until after this season, Deshaun Watson could play this entire season. Or certainly, what if it's not decided until November, he could play until then, which is obviously a crazy situation. But what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you're absolutely right. This process is becoming longer right. uh, and, and, and more strenuous for us uh, than we'd hope. Right? We hoped when the sixth games got levied down, some people were upset. It was what it was. Independent uh, arbitrator came in, made the ruling. That's what we're going to do. Boom. Now we have an appeals process because if they appeal the – the NFLPA can appeal yep. on behalf yep. of Deshaun Watson. So, yeah, technically we could see Deshaun Watson play this entire year. And then if if, if the not appeal – play next year. <laughs> the, which makes no sense. Right, right. It makes it, zero it, sense. And, so, I, and I was thinking ahead. during the break, what if the NFL would have came out and took a stand last year and said, look, we're going to suspend Deshaun Watson for the, the entirety of this year? Right? He wasn't playing. The Texans well, would not put him on. They didn't have that ability. Because remember, in 2020, they made the change where it had to go to an independent arbiter. Yeah, but the, the time it took to do right. that. right? Because they were the investigation they, you, and all they that. Took, they were so focused on, we're not going to make a decision. The te- like, if the, the Texans could have easily forced their hand. 
But mm-hmm. here's the thing. They remember how much stuff came out. Let's say they had done it right away in training camp last year. And all this, or, you know, soon after the first few allegations. And then here come 10 more women. And then 10 more women. And then there's the report about 66 masseuses. It could have, I mean, we're presuming that most of the information is out there. That we're not going to be hit with another 20 women coming out and saying this and that about Deshaun Watson. So I hear what you're saying because it's, I mean, we all feel a little bit dirty talking about it, right? We'd love to move on from it. But I just think it it is what it is, and I don't know that they could have. Let me throw this at you because there are those that believe last season's, the fact that he didn't play at all last season, should count toward his suspension. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you agree? I totally disagree with that, and I'll tell you why. But first, I want to hear you. You you agree with that? I, I, that that should count it. I don't agree with that. That's okay. why I was saying that the NFL should have took a stand, right? Like, but wasn't that Deshaun's choice? See, no, no, that was the, was Texans. the Texans. That was the Texans' choice. Well, he didn't want to play though. It doesn't matter. He, that doesn't matter. They should have played. You're with me. I myself and Rob, we were saying, look. If he shows up to camp, which he did, obviously, just to get his money, if I'm the Texans, I'm like, you're our best quarterback. Get you're in playing. there with the ones. You're, right? pl- you're playing. Now, I, he, he may have faked an injury or something. But remember, he was saying. He didn't want to ever play for the Texans right, again. Right. Right. This, this but all came, Right. This all came on the heels of him saying, I'm one out. I don't want to be here anymore. All of that prior to the story being uh, breaking. Right. And so if I'm the Texans, I'm like, look. You're the starting quarterback. We don't care. You're under contract. We just gave you a truck of money. Yep. You're going to play. Now, the onus would have been on the NFL to step in and say, hey, wait. Something's going on here. Something's going on here. We don't want Deshaun to play. Until we figure out what's going on. He could have been on the uh, the commissioner's exempt list, whatever that is. But none of that happened. Right. Well, look, we got all show long to get into the different parts of this story. We got Jason Reed, senior NFL writer for Anscape, coming up in a moment. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, thank you, guys, man. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Our next guest is a senior NFL writer for Anscape and an author. His latest book, Rise of the Black Quarterback, What It Means for America. It's available for purchase now. We welcome in Jason Reed. Jason, welcome to the Odd Couple. Hey, man. Thanks for having me in, Chris. Great to have you, brother. We got Ephraim Salam in for Rob Parker. So you don't have to deal with any of Rob's mess today. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Well, 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 I'm happy to be here with both of you. I, I, I'm sorry I'm missing Rob, though. Right. Great to have you. Look, we'll get to your book. But speaking of a black quarterback, obviously Deshaun Watson, the big news right now. What did you think about the NFL's decision to appeal? And how do you think this thing plays out? Well, I think the NFL had no choice. The optics of the six-game suspension are so bad. Uh, I mean, it's one thing for him to have violated the NFL conduct policy, which uh, Sue Robinson, the disciplinary officer, ruled. But, you know, for, to, for him to only have six games, even though under the policy, I understand what her thinking was, 
um, and she didn't feel she had evidence to go beyond that, it's still just a horrible look for the league. And, they, and if for nothing else than, than the optics of it, they had to follow the appeal. Now, w- with the appeal, it seems like they'll be responsible for reviewing the appeal and then ruling on it. Right? Like that. Now, to me, that's. <laughs> I think Goodell's going to be the one. Well, that's Don't just, you, that, I'd imagine you do too, Jason. I imagine. Yeah, because, look, um, two grand juries in, in Houston declined to indict Deshaun Watson. But charges don't have to be filed in this situation to have the NFL you know, want to go deeper here. And there's such outrage around this, they just can't let this stand. Now, Do it, you think that – I was telling Ephraim earlier, I, I think Goodell will make the decision. Uh, and then I feel like the league, after that, the Players Association and the league should mutually agree – to take Goodell out of the process, like go into the CBA, change it like they did with the Ray Rice situation, and just leave it to an independent arbiter going forward. Do you think that could happen, and do you think that's a good idea? Because I just think the NFL needs to get out of this process. Well, I think it's a great idea for the NFLPA, and I think it's a great idea for NFL players, but I don't see the owners going that route, and I don't see mm. the commissioner's office wanting to go that route for this very reason. You know, they, they want to be able to be involved with this process in a way where they can attempt to clean things up, for lack of a better way to put it. So, mm. yeah, no, I get what you're saying, but I just don't see the league, you know, in a collectively bargained uh, situation, being willing to go for that. And we were saying even if they come back, they the appeal is won, and they end up suspending Deshaun Watson for indefinitely, uh, at least a year. And then the NFLPA appeals on behalf of Deshaun Watson. The timeline for that, Deshaun Watson can possibly play this year? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the whole situation is just bad. Okay, I'm sure everyone involved wishes Deshaun Watson in whatever action he engaged in would just not have done not have done this. Right. Okay, right. Uh, regardless of, and I go back to the to the grand juries. You know, criminal charges were not filed, but that's irrelevant with this with the personal conduct policy. So it's it's just such a mess, and the NFL looks awful, even though the league clearly wanted a, a right. year suspension and you know probably up to something like a seven eight million dollar fine but no one is really going to care about that if this six game thing stands all right jason let's get to the book um i, I can't wait to get into it um and, and this is an interesting time uh for black quarterbacks when you look at the situation with kyler murray and uh, with the, the homework clause, so-called homework clause that was put into his contract, Warren Moon spoke out about it as insulting to all black quarterbacks. Uh, Patrick Mahomes even addressed it. Do you uh, – did you think – I kind of looked at it with Kyler as more of an individual thing mm-hmm. um, rather than an indictment of all black quarterbacks because obviously you have a lot of them who I don't think would be subject to something, that type of clause in their contract. But what was your take on it? 
Well, I totally agree with what you, you, you know, you're thinking on it, that it was more specific to Kyler. Now, having said that, it still brings back memories of a time when the prevailing thought about all black men at that position or all black men in general was that they don't study hard. You know, they don't put in the work. So even though it was specific to Kyler, I believe it did bring back these memories. You know, I talked to Warren about this, and I get what he said. And, you know, he said in, in the book, he talks about this, too, about, you know, the perception. And then you, you tie in the thing about Patrick and the, and the quote in The Athletic about him playing street ball and the quote in The Athletic yeah. anonymous quotes about him not being able to, to, to pass the ball and win. It, you know, we're in 2022, opening week of training camp, and the themes that you know I brought up in the book, we're still dealing with them. Mm. Yeah, and, and to that point about it being more about Kyler, I felt the same way you two uh, do in that aspect. He's shown uh, propensity to be a little bit immature and to be the face of a franchise and, and, and the quarterback. I felt the Arizona Cardinals were not happy with his study habits, his preparation for games. And so they were trying to kind of hedge their bets in terms of we want you here, we want you to be the face, but we need you to take this serious. Um, old teammate of mine, Michael Vick, came out and said not until, you know, after he had gone away from football and then came back into the league did he really understand what it meant to be a, a quarterback and the things it took to take it to that next level because prior to that being in Atlanta, it was just completely just off of talent and, 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 and know-how. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, I talked to Mike um, and, and here's the thing about that though. The independent study addendum was so stupid because you, you're having him study an extra four hours. Right. Like, right. like if, if, if you're a franchise quarterback and we just guaranteed you $160 million, if you're going to put something like that in the contract, aren't you going to want to say, look, man, we want you to devour everything that we're going to give you on your tablet and we want you to do an extra 15 hours a week at home. I mean, four hours is such a, uh, such a ludic- ludicrously <laughs> small amount of right, time. Right. Look, the bottom line is, is that if you're going to guarantee a guy $160 million for injury at 105 at signing, you've got to believe in him. And my guess is, is that generally they were okay with his study habits, but for him to maximize what they want him to be, make, giving him the second biggest guarantee in the history of the sport, I think their thing was, okay, let's just prod him a little bit with this. But that's not how you prod him. You don't put in the contract language when it can come out. You tell his agent, look, we want to have this meeting before we do this. And I blame the agent, too. There's no way that, right. that final Ever. paperwork should have been put in front of him. Ever. It, it should have never even come out. It should have been like, oh, you got to take this out right now. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. All right, J- so Jason, obviously, you know, we've talked about there's still some residue of stereotypical thinking out there, but a lot of people would say, look, there are several black quarterbacks who've been drafted, number one. Uh, Deshaun Watson has the best contract in NFL history. Several are among the top paid. Several are among the best in the league, arguably the best in Patrick Mahomes. You even got black backup quarterbacks now, you know. Uh, it's not like they all have to be superstars. What what do you think is the next and or final step for the black quarterback where we no longer look at it as they're discriminated against in any way? Or do you think we're already there? Look, there has never been a better time in the NFL for black quarterbacks. 
You, you just mentioned Deshaun, the biggest guarantee ever. Kyler's right behind him. Five of the top ten highest-paid players in the history of the league are black superstar black quarterbacks who are currently playing. They have more power and influence than anyone could have imagined this 10, 15, 20 years ago. But having said that, we're still at a point where, look, there's racism in, in America. That hasn't been eradicated. Right. No. And, there's, and, and there's going to be coded language. There's going to be things that come up that raise an eyebrow. But I think the next level of this is, is that we are currently in the era of the black quarterback, but we're just at the beginning of it. Because what's going to happen in another five to ten years you could look at the NFL, and there could be 12 to 16 superstar starting black quarterbacks in this league. And the reason I say that is, let's look at college. Let's look at the traditional powerhouses, the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the USC's. All have black starting quarterbacks. Yep. Yep. Okay? Then let's go to high school. You used to go to these camps, these elite quarterback camps. You never saw black faces. And I remember when I was covering preps way back in the day out, out at the L.A. Times, you know, when I was covering high schools, I go to these camps. You wouldn't see these kids. Now you go to these elite quarterback camps, black faces all around the place. So my point is the pipeline coming from youth football to high school to college, we're at the dawn of the era of the black quarterback. This league in another five to ten years is going to be much different. There are black superstar quarterbacks now, but you could look at half of the league having guys like that. And maybe more, to be honest. And it's it's coming. That wave is coming. Now we just need black owners. Yeah. Right. That's the next step overall for sure. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Jason Reed, senior NFL writer for Anscape, author of the book Rise of the Black Quarterback, What It Means for America. Definitely need to check that out. Jason, great stuff, man. We appreciate you. Hey, appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, man. Peace. The sports world lost another legend last night. We'll get into that next. It's the Odd Couple, Ephraim Salams and for Rob Parker. I'm Chris Broussard. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there is just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! 
You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or your office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for Dodger Baseball. All right, that was the late, great Vin Scully who passed away last night at the age of 94. And uh, Ephraim, one of the all-time greats without question, um, no, covered all sports, but 
most known for baseball, and I, I do remember watching games as a kid. I used to watch a lot of baseball as a kid and hearing Vin Scully call those games. He was tremendous. He was tremendous, yeah. and we'll miss him. Yeah, he, he will be missed. It's, um, you know, I, just being in an era of, number one, great sports across the board. Yep. And then being in an era of, 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 of great announcers who can articulate that. It's a it's a joy, and whenever you lose someone like Mister Scully, like it, it to me, you know. And I came late to the party uh, in baseball, but hearing him and the passion, and I mean, he knew everything about everything. Yep, yep. And to yep. me, that you know, that's that's the joy. That's the pleasure. The tidbits, the nuggets, as they call them, that right. you can take from Vince and then and and then take them as your own out out into the world. Well, you know, you know his, uh, you, you know, <laughs> right, you, you right. <laughs> right? Like you you looked that up. You you, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yourself. You know what I mean? Like so, so that's the magic of a dynamic and a generational announcer. And, and he, you know what else? Oh, go ahead. And and he was one of those guys. And you know what else? And let's just, it's a simple thing, but a distinctive voice. Oh, I mean, yes. that is a big, Howard Cosell, maybe the GOAT, a distinctive voice. And that's what Vin Scully had. Um, and again, that's why those memories are so clear in my head from listening to him call. And I'm not talking about recently, but I'm talking about years, years. decades yeah. ago. Uh, and I'll say this, even when Rob and I talk a lot about this, you see, you know, yes. Tom Brady getting $37 million a year to cover, you know, uh, call NFL games, Tony Romo, I don't know where he's at, $20 million, $18 million, whatever it is, a year. And we, we say, look, uh, people are going to watch the Cowboys and the Buccaneers, no matter who's calling the game, right? It could be me and you calling it. And, and Which would be great, by people. the way, just right, FYI, right, NFL. Right. We'll go ahead. Right. But, you know, people are going to watch. Yes. And so do you really have to pay them this much? But I, I will say this. A great announcer, particularly a great announcing tandem, it does make a difference. Ooh. It does enhance the game. I've watched games. I won't name names. But with guys I did not think were good or a lead guy, play-by-play guy that I didn't think was good, and it does negatively impact the experience. Now, you still watch the game because you want to see the game, but it does have a negative impact. So great ones like a Vin Scully and many others do have a positive impact on the game. Oh, I, I mean, that's that's everything. Yep. It, it it brings you into the world. It it brings you into to the game in a way that if that duo isn't like that, like you there's been a lot of misfires on, on Monday night football. Like remember when yes. they had, you know, uh Dennis Miller, right? Like it was <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. It was distracting. Right. Right. Because they have right. somebody doing one-liners that were outside of the context of the game. Right. Um, but, it, you know, Vince Gully reminds me of someone that I thought was the, the, the greatest basketball announcer, not only because he was with the Lakers, but I, it just was everything. Chick Hearns. Mm. Yeah. 
And that yep. duo of uh, Chick Hearns and Stu Lance, I mean, that, to me, as a Laker fan, you know, that that's how I feel. And, 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 and listening to 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 Vince Scully like the, the it brings you into it and makes you want to be a fan it becomes a part of your i mean obviously when you think of the lakers you think kobe you think shaq you think magic you think kareem i bet you also think chick hearn yeah, oh 1000% and same with the dodgers you think vince scully uh, as as well as all the other greats the players that played for him all right keep it locked we got 2 hours left a right, couple Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 